Thanks for downloading this IMSA Radio podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be broadcast, reproduced, or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy by visiting imsaradio.com or search for IMSA Radio wherever they get their podcasts. Live from Trackside, this is IMSA Radio. I can hear engines firing to my left-hand side. If you're just joining us at almost midnight in Europe, just before 11 o'clock in the UK and just on 6 o'clock here on Eastern Time at Michelin Raceway Road Atlanta. Hello, welcome along. Perfect timing-ish. IMSA Michelin Pilot Challenge for the Fox Factory 120. It's qualifying. We'll get up to date with all of the championship stories with Sheer Adam next, live on IMSA Radio. The Radio Show Limited Network. Good early evening, everybody. It is a beautiful, picturesque opportunity for some qualifying here at Michelin Raceway Road Atlanta. Early evening means that the sun is just starting to go down, but the track temperature is still up. It's still a good breeze out around the circuit, and we've got 14 TCR cars that have just seen the green flag, although not all of them have taken to the racetrack as of yet. That's the sound of the number 54 Michael Johnson racing car going out for its qualifying duties, but as we've seen the last couple of times, the 33 has sat on the pit lane until almost all the cars have gone out. Well, now it is qualifying time, and that is Mark Wilkins behind the wheel that car. Our championship contenders for this race this weekend, as far as the TCR class is concerned, number one, championship defenders. They won one race last year and got six podiums. They've won one race this year with six podiums, looking to try and improve upon their record so far this weekend. They haven't been at the top of the charts, but they're feeling a lot better about their qualifying efforts. As far as their rivals, well, with three wins on the season, the Alfa Romeo team, that's one of KMW Motorsports, they are looking for their fourth win of the year, their second consecutive win here at Michelin Raceway Road Atlanta, and it is Roy Block who is handling the qualifying duties there. They had a rough first first practice session they didn't know what went wrong with the car when it went kerthud out around the racetrack so they changed basically everything within the front end of the car it was working much better in practice too and john hindoff they went up to third place in that second practice it will be roy block on qualifying duties for them thank you ship ship adam down in the pits to drivers left as you come across the start finish line that's the uh, what uh, called the support pits here where we have Michelin Pilot Challenge this weekend. Hello, good evening. Good, uh, good evening, everybody. Good afternoon. Good morning, I suppose, depending on uh, where you are around the world. Thanks for joining us for our exclusive live coverage of Michelin Pilot Challenge qualifying. Jeremy Shaw in the Hagney Global Broadcast Centre uh, with me, John Hindhoff. And we are setting two pole positions for two separate classes of cars here at the track listening on 98.1 FM first of all thank you for coming to join us well, there's been a wee bit of uncertainty about the weather uh, 
maybe you haven't always been able to watch the Pilot Challenge. Nice little synopsis of what's been going on this season. 14 cars, mixture of Hyundai, Alfa, Audi and Honda Civic. All front-wheel drive, just over 300 horsepower. They have to be 2-litre turbocharged, they have to be front-wheel drive and they have to have four or five doors to make them legal as a TCR car. Some 15 or 16 manufacturers have built them down through the years and uh, what we've got here is a nice selection. Uh, two different types of Hyundai, the Veloster and the Elantra, running a slightly different BOPs as well, actually. The Elantra runs a little bit higher on the front end. The Alfa, I think, is now unique, the Giulietta. Uh, uh, the Giulietta to this series. And then we've got the Audis as well. New Audis are available. And at least two of the teams who are here have ordered the Evo version of the new Audi for next season. We did see one yeah. earlier on this year. Jeremy Shaw, welcome to the broadcast. And uh, sadly, that, we haven't seen that car, that, that team come back. But um, that car is uh, a, a, a real synth synthesis, synthesis of everything that Audi, <laughs> uh, along with VW and Cupra, all on the same a platform have learned in their first generation cars and my goodness may that look like a real contender and we'll have at least a couple of those next year yeah that's good we had a couple the tooth orders brought from canada brought down a couple of cars to uh, uh watkins Glen. they ran also of course at canadian time motorsport park uh those are the only time we've seen that new car but it did look pretty nice and uh it's exciting to see and hear there's going to be a couple of those cars race over here at least next year. But this this is a class that's really come on strong. It started off as a class here in the uh, Michelin Pilot Challenge. Uh, what uh, back in 2018 it made its debut. So 89, 20, 21, 22, the fifth year of it now, and uh, it's it's provided some tremendous competition. You did that on your fingers, there, did you? Yeah. I wasn't even watching. So let's see who gets I'm out of not the... that smart, otherwise. <laughs> It's been a long, long day. Uh, this is the longest day for us here at IMSA Radio. Hope you've enjoyed what we've been bringing you. We've got uh, a wee while to go yet because after we've set the grid for Mission and Pilot Challenge, we'll have night practice. Everyone has to go out for night practice. I think it's three laps for each of the drivers, isn't it? To qualify them for the big race on Saturday, which is still running on Saturday. No words. Uh, Realise that the situation here in the US and a little bit further south from us is constantly changing and so no decisions have been made other than it is as advertised you think in a driving yeah. up here and, and, and pop and look, up and do it I think we're going to have some good racing tomorrow and Saturday yeah that's right I think yeah on uh, earlier in the week uh, there was suggesting a 90% chance of rain on uh, on Saturday here particularly Le Mans Day, uh, this morning it was down to 8%, mm. uh, and now it's down to 4%, look at the, uh, the, the thing here, so the latest forecast, so it looks, looks pretty good on, on Saturday, and not as windy either. What sort of time should we be seeing, Jeremy, round here? Harry Gottsack has just put in a 28-1 for the number 98, Brian Herder, Autosport with Kerb, Agajanian, Elantra. 
Oh, that's the quickest time of the day so far. The fastest so far in TCR have been set by, Kuna, by uh, Carl Whitmer at a 128.171. So three hundredths quicker than that. Harry Gottsecker already has done. The lap record here for TCR was actually set back in 2019 at 127.8. Fastest lap, the qualifying uh, time from last year, a 128.0. So uh, that was by Ryan Norman in one of these uh, Hyundai Elantras. He got Saka thus equipped, fastest in the early stages here. Ahead of Matt Pombo in the Honda. Which has been quick all day. Yep. Just a tenth behind at the moment. And Matt actually quickest uh, of anybody in the longest sector, which is yeah. sector two. Uh, which... Sort of stretches from just after turn one all the way to out of turn seven. So that is pretty much half the lap, isn't it, really? And there he goes across the line. And goes to the top. Yes, indeed he does. In that LA Honda World Racing number 73. And he is four hundredths outside Brick Casey Jr.'s lap record wow. set back in 2019. That was a 127.826, 127.865 for Matt Pombo. He's gone a little bit quicker as well in sector one. It's only a short sector, sector one, from start-finish line to not even quite the top of the hill. In uh, before turn three, so it's a short sector here, the middle sector by far the longest on this racetrack. But certainly, Matt Pombo getting the most out of that car nearly three tenths the gap between first and second, and a couple of tenths between second and third. Mark Wilkins is in third at the moment. Mm. There's a trio of Brian Hurt at Elantras there 98 33 77. They're separated by half a second, those second, third and fourth place cars then Victor Gonzalez racing with another Honda Civic that's the Victor Gonzalez driven number 99 red, white and black car then Roy Block in the well, it sort of looks black but there's a little bit of red underneath it the Giulietta Veloce and that's the number 5 KMW Motorsports with TMR Engineering Alpha yeah, behind the Alpha is uh, Gavin Ernstone in the road Roadshagger Audi the then Gav. Then uh, uh, Jacob Diley making his debut this weekend. Uh, currently eighth fastest in that number 70 uh, uh, Hyundai Velosta. Brand new team, father and son team, the Diley Motorsports. Uh, father uh, Richard raced in the, in well, raced motorcycles. Shows how smart he is. Uh, a couple, <laughs> sorry, uh, a couple of. Uh, I ride motorcycles on the street. Some while ago, yeah, Robert, Robert is his dad, uh, and uh, his son, son Jacob, is driving the car now. Doing a nice job there. That's uh, he's been shuffled down a couple of positions right now on this last lap, but that's a, that's a more than a second faster than he managed in uh, practice earlier on. Three cars, Gonzalez again does he's not a, he's, improve. He's head of the championship leader as well, Taylor Hagler. So yeah, very good. So the funny story about motorcycles I was once doing some interviews and Neil Hodgson who was a world superbike and MotoGP rider was on stage and I interviewed him about riding in the wet and said how it made my toes curl because I ride a motorcycle and those sight of those guys getting their knees down in the wet and he said you'd ride a bike on the road and I went yeah where I was living in London at the time I said yeah going in and out of London going to work on it and he said you're mad. I'd never yeah. ride a bike on the road. And I went, hang on, I think you're mad. Ride the, <laughs> racing a motorbike in the wet. He went, 
well, I'm used to it and we've got good gear. He said, but you, car drivers, or at least I know most people are going in the same direction as me, which I just thought was an interesting, interesting play on it. Uh, we are uh, already two-thirds of the way through. Four minutes remaining. And Matt Pombo staying out. Mason Felipe yeah. has come into the pit lane in the fourth place at Autosport Elantra. Just heading up the hill now towards turn two is uh, Matt Pombo set the fastest time. He did go faster again on his on the on the well this last lap was a slow lap the lap before that was quicker than his previous one 127.847 so getting uh, uh, agonizingly closer to that lap record time but still outside it by uh, now it's just two hundredths two hundredths of a second but he's got uh, still about three tenths in hand over Harry got second Mark Wilkins there in third place interestingly that uh, Mark Wilkins once again qualified at number 33 car not Robert Wickens Mm, yeah good point yes uh, Rory van der Stur just improved last time around the 19 Veloster the van der Stur Racing 128.9 129.1 Michael Johnson improves in the Michael Johnson Racing Elantra the number 54 Taylor Hagler improved 129.2 last time around so they've brought their tyres in a little bit differently Eric Rockwell for Belgard Technicil his fastest lap at 29.2 as well so four cars there from 6th on down all putting in their fastest lap further down the field Gavin Ernstone's put his fastest lap in just under 1 minute 30 be quite happy to crack 90 seconds around here and Preston Brown in the 84 Belgarden Technicil Audi second of their cars uh, in uh, 14th position he's just improved to a 130.6 and there it is that's the new qualifying record Jeremy yeah. at the top of the shop a slightly slower lap and then a 127.803 for Matt Pombo those Hondas have been quick all week now can they keep it together for the two hours but that's a stunning lap by Matt Pombo in the number 73 very impressive purple in sectors one and three not however it actually wasn't quite as quick as his previous laps in sector two here which is that 46 second or thereabouts segment on this late racetrack but a really good effort there by Matt Pombo cooled those tyres down a little bit Perfect. went for it again and gets that lap record and the three Herder Autosports Elantras behind have all pitted 98 Gottsacker Mark Wilkins in the 33 Mason Felipe in the 77 will not improve Van der Stur improves again to a 28.8 so he's now just under four tenths away from moving up onto the outside of row two Victor Gonzalez is in the pits uh, who else has just improved there Ernstone Gavin Ernstone's just come into the pits after his 129.947 what a lap from Matt Pombo and that confirmed by Jeremy Shaw is a new qualifying record here yeah you've got to pass tech of course but uh, yes good point assuming that car unofficially I should have said unofficially that's true and uh, eclipses uh, that uh, three year old lap record from Brick Casey Jr in an uh, an Audi uh, average speed of 104.114 miles an hour for a TCR car Mm. well over 100 miles an hour Let's, let's just remind you of that these are in motor racing terms, a relatively good value. Yeah. And manufacturer built racing cars. These cars were not ever road cars. They started as a bare shell. They went to the motorsport departments of the various manufacturers and they came out the other end as a proper bespoke racing car. As into the pits, Pombo, he thinks he's done enough. No improvement for Rory van der Stern, the white Veloster who was following him through as well. I think it was Michael Johnson, wasn't it? 
who went through in the no actually it wasn't it was Tyler Hagler who went through and has steered out uh, Roy Blocks just improved 129.3 10th position for him in the Alpha there must be an awful lot of TCR cars sitting around gathering dust in places because I know how many they've been building they've been shelling them out like peas particularly the uh, Volkswagen AG group or Volkswagen AG should I say who have a single facility in Spain, isn't it? For well, they don't build the golfs anymore, although they still support them. But Cupra and Audi, with their V2s, version twos or Evo twos, really clever bits of engineering on these cars. Now, I think we've seen the best of it, Jeremy. Unless Rory van der Stoor can do something, he's the last man out. Michael Johnson's just seen the chequered flag. Uh, Roy Block still in, out there, the but he's lane. not improving. Yeah, yes, Michael, Michael, Michael was in the pit lane. lane. Seven, yeah. Seventh fastest for Michael. And uh, you know, not too far behind his team cars either. He's another... Uh, Hagler. And improves. 128.590. Wow, wow. uh, and that moves Taylor up to fifth position. So ahead of Van der Sturt. So inside of row three for Taylor wow. Hagler on yeah. the very last lap. Yeah. Nicely done. Uh, Roy Block improved on his last lap around, but he's still to come to the chequered flag. Has he dived into the pits? No, he hasn't. AJ Muss has come into the pits. And uh, here uh, is the number 13, Jacob Dealey. He does not improve, and Roy Block has come into the pits. And Taylor did have it. She did have a pole, has had a pole yes. previously, but the best uh, qualifying this year has been fifth place at Sebring, so she matches that here this afternoon so good run by her there she just getting faster and faster throughout that 15 minute session and she leaves the best till last and goes up ahead of Rory van der Stoen to fifth position there is a skill a particular skill of how you turn a slick racing tyre on and not all tyres are the same not even all Michelin tyres are the same and particularly with front wheel drive cars getting the rears up the temperature is much much harder than getting up the front now, some drivers can do it. Some drivers work their way up to it. Some drivers just drive and get more comfortable and allow the lap time to come to them. And that's what Taylor Hagler did last for that last lap. Basically, just getting comfortable, burning off some VP racing fuel. And the result is a 128.5. Just three quarters of a second away from the pole sitting time. The new qualifying record time of a 128.8 for Matt Pombo who is being pulled out of line even as we speak and making his way down to pit out and Shea Adam who's waiting for him Shay? Yep he's just uh, waiting to get out of the car and uh, he's got everything turned off just the headlights are still flashing we're waiting for one more car to clear the pit exit let me uh, walk up to him and let him know Matt you're going to get out yep giving him the all clear we are one minute away from the GS session starting. So, let's see if we can actually get him Just out of the race car. Just wait for the, uh, the Daily Motorsports car to come back in, actually, Shea. That's it. The, it has seen the chequered flag uh, and is heading into pit lane right now. And Matt uh, is realizing that the car was still not completely engaged in gear, so it rolled forward just a little bit further down the pit lane. But... Uh, 
I don't want to touch the car because that would obviously get it disqualified. So I'm being very careful not to do that. He's trying to communicate with the team to make sure he's got the all clear to get out of the car. And the official's not quite giving him that yet. So let me check in with Johnny and make sure that he is good to get out. Okay. Yes, we don't want to cause him any problems. Once the cars roll out of the pit lane for qualifying, nothing, and I mean nothing, can be done by its pit crew. They're not even allowed to open a door. Can't bleed tyre pressures. Basically, what the drivers have got and what they are going to qualify with. He is now, as I look to my left, through the binoculars, down towards pit out. I can see him out of the car and Shea Adam is poised, ready to talk to our new qualifying lap record <laughs> holder for TCR here at Michelin Raceway Road Atlanta, Matt Pombo. Not a bad effort out there, Matt. You've been away from the series for a little bit this year. You come back and you break the lap record for TCR for this. What does it mean to get the lap record here at this track? Well, this is my home track, so... <laughs> I kind of had expectations of myself here, so um, I've got a great teammate in Ryan Eversley. We're, we're the Atlanta hometown crew this weekend, so um, I think we've got a lot of track knowledge. It's been a while since I qualified one of these races, so <laughs> I was kind of like, all right, don't 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 go crazy, but just keep it on track. We have a great car. i got to thank the LA Honda World guys, um, everybody that made this come together. This is the last um, American effort for this uh, Honda TCR car, so... We've got our new one uh, in the works for next year, and we want this thing to go out in a bang. No, we're, we're out here to get first place. So Ryan and I together, I think, have a good chance of that. So I'm excited for the race tomorrow and do my job to get Ryan the car in one piece and let him go win this thing. Well, you said it's been a long time since you qualified, which means it's been a long time since you've started a race. What's it going to be like taking the green flag with nobody in front of you? Yeah, I mean, I think that's going to be great for me because I, you know, I know a lot of the finishing drivers and – you know, I haven't been around a lot of the starting drivers, and it's a little bit more, um, you know, they don't know me either. So I think we just have to feel it out, be patient. It's a long race. It isn't going to be one in my stint. So, you know, we got to give and take. We'll, goal is to give it to Ryan in the top five. If we're at the front, that's great. But our, our, our plan is to be at the, at the front at the end. Is it going to be a problem for you in the middle of the lap sector too? Because that's where you guys make so much of your time in the GS cars. They don't have the advantage there. Yeah, I mean, it's always it's multi, multi-class racing. I think, you know, there's probably, I would venture to say, nobody like Ryan and I that have the experience in this series. So I would think that's an advantage for us in a way. Um, I think a lot of the GS drivers are our buddies, so we can talk with our cars to let them know not here, not there. And the guys we know are pretty good about that. So I, I, I feel pretty confident. Congratulations on a poll. Thank you so much. New qualifying record, I'll say it again, for LA Honda World Racing and the swan song of the FK7, the new FK8 TCR car, already being tested, 127.803, well done Matt Pombo. Here's your qualifiers, uh, in the number 7 Volt Racing, Aston Martin, Alan Brynjolfsson, Andrew Davis will qualify McCann Racing Porsche number 8, Raman Albert, uh, Abdul Vahabi, for Automatic Racing in the 9, Gary Ferreira for Capstone Motorsport in the number 11 Mercedes, Avrodo Najri for Riley's Toyota Supra, Anton Diaz Pereira for Riley's Mercedes, the number 21, Nick Gallant for Hardpoint Porsche, number 22, Moise Oretsky in the 39 Accelerating Performance, Aston, James Pesek in the number 40, PF Racing Ford Mustang, Stephen Cameron Racing has Sean Quinlan behind the wheel of their 
at Ford Mustang, excuse me, BMW M4, number 43, Hugh Plum, Team TGM's Porsche, that's the number 46, Matt Travis in the 47 Nola Sport Porsche, Mercedes AMG for FCP Euro, that's going to be Trevor Andruskel, that's the number 55, the 56 is Jeff Mosing for Marillo Racing, that's another AMG, that's a chrome orange car, the Ford Mustang of Core Motorsports, the number 59 is Luca Mars, Ted Giovannis in the number 64, Team G- TGM Cayman, and the Mercedes of Marillo Racing, the 65 car has Tim Probert, 66, David uh, Brule for Kelly Moss uh, and the Porsche Frank Depew Rebel Rock Racing number 71 Camaro 72 Kenny Marillo another one of the AMGs from Marillo Racing Tom Collingwood in the 83 BGB Porsche Carbon's Porsche has got Tom Collingwood behind the wheel of the 83 Tom sorry uh, has got Tom Dyer behind the wheel of the number 93 Dylan McAvern for Turner Motorsport number 95 and Vin Barletta for the 96 BMW and Sheena Monk for the 877 there's a lot of them out there uh, if you didn't count all the way through there that was 25 GS cars GT4 cars making this field look very very good indeed and if Final practice, Jeremy Shaw, was anything to go by. It was insanely close right yeah. through the top. What was it? Did we have 17 cars in a second? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think I remember 13 with a half a second. I think it was just yes. crazy close, and uh, all sorts of different uh, manufacturers involved there as well. So yeah, very very exciting session, and uh, yeah, I think gosh, picking a, a pulsar out of this lot. Yeah, the, the, the fastest cars. In, in that second practice session earlier on today, uh, you know, the, none of those guys are going to be qualifying the cars. Good point. Um, Very so good I point. So I think uh, Trevor Andrusco has, a, has an opportunity here. Oh, red that flag, car is Oh, Red flag. Number 47 stopped on course at turn two. That would be Impa- the uh, Nola Sport. Yeah, impacted turn one. Oh, as So now, how far around turn one? Shea might be able to see slightly Matt Travis further up the field uh, further up the hill than we can from here and uh, this a session that we don't have uh, TV pictures for however uh, we might be able to grab a look at the race control feed if I can find that I'd only thought of that earlier Shear says the exit of turn one is pretty clear. What was that? On board. Uh-huh. Right. Uh, there we are. You stop right here. So we've got someone on the that is the right uh, hand side board. out of out of turn two to three, and that is the Nola Sport cars. Jeremy rightly says. Now that, that is, if that's an impact, and we heard it was, um, that is your classic, either too much curb on the inside or just too ambitious with the right foot, and then you spin across to the right-hand side and rattle down the wall uh, at the top of the hill there. Yeah, the two notes on the screen there, car 71 off course at turn one. That was Frank Depew in the Chevy, but... uh, 47 stops on course to turn two. 
Now, Shea Adam is going to get... I'm looking to my left, and I don't even need my binoculars to see this. Shea, you're going to get upset now because there are people who not where they're supposed to be. You don't like this, do have, you? Have you seen the movie Inside uh, Inside Out? Yes. The little red character yes. that represents anger? That's me right now. Um, we're at the final round of the championship, so people should have really read the rule book right now and know that when the red flag comes out in qualifying, you return to your pit box. Cars that have not done that. The number 93 car on Porsche. Tom Dyer is behind the wheel. He is the first car in line, so he will have to come back in for a drive through penalty. We've got the 59 Core Motorsports Ford Mustang. Uh, that is Luca Mars, who is qualifying that. We've got the 877 and the 40, so both of the PF Racing Mustangs are in line. The 11 Capstone Mercedes has now been joined by the automatic racing Aston Martin, the 09. We've got the 55 Accelerating Performance. I give them a pass. This is their first race weekend, but still, they should have read the rule book to learn that. And the number 8, Macan Racing Porsche. All of them are now waiting in line for this to go back green once again. If it goes back green, they will probably, I think they have to wait in the line. And then they have to come back until all the cars who did what they were supposed to are able to exit the pits. And then they have to come back into the pits to serve a drive-thru. So they are going to blow two laps, effectively, aren't they, Shea? Yep. Yeah, and with seven and a half minutes and counting, because the clock does not stop, uh, that is going to be a significant portion. Now, you're guaranteed a certain amount of green flag running. So the red flag came out. Uh, standby caller, as they say. The red flag came out at 24 minutes and 22 seconds past the hour. So that was three minutes ago. So that would give us approximately 10 minutes remaining. Uh, from the session Uh, so we are I think we might have to extend this session a tiny bit to get the guaranteed amount of running can go on championship points of course if required now I wonder if Frank Depew going off is what spooked the Nola Sport car can't say it for certain there but it is the Nola Sport car that is, at the moment, causing the issue. Still up at the top of turn two. No, it has moved, at least. So that car is now gone. So we may be able to get underway shortly. Can't see any rescue vehicles up there. Hearing that uh, the Camaro, thank you, Shea, uh, is under tow from turn one. And he was behind the, uh, or not behind them, but he, in line of sight, uh, he was behind the Michelin trucks from Shea's point of view, which is why she couldn't see him. So two cars then causing this red flag. And time now is ticking down to five and a half minutes. We're waiting to see the green light at the end of pit lane. Now, bear in mind that I can't see every part of the track, uh, but we do have some static cameras we can rely on. All right, OK. I see the Camaro under tow, uh, and that is just coming to turn five now. They'll turn right there into the cutout, and I don't think that car will get back to, quali- to the pit lane. I think that will be parked up there for the 
rest of this session and it will be green flag green flag down in front of me so we are back underway with just on five minutes to go now interesting they've let the cars in the fast lane go first but of course they will have to come back into the pit lane so there will be drive-through penalties for those cars that did not go back to their pits so they will not be able to start a fast lap Sipri surface flags or rubbish on the track flags into and through turn one but we are underway for what will be probably two flying laps I don't think Jeremy that those guys who will serve the penalty I don't think they're going to get a flying lap um, it is no, going to I be agree. very very tight but yeah. I'm not sure they will they'll come in at the end of this lap there'll be a couple of minutes to go then they go out and they've got to get round again and they've only got 90 seconds or so to get around or that is the time that they should take I, I think that's going to be a bit tight that's going to be a costly mistake there for those cars yeah and particularly it was, uh, I don't think any of them were down towards the uh, the pit out either most of them were sort of fair way back down the pit lane so that'll put them even behind uh, the well, no they were uh, let the, out the, first they were let oh, out that's first that's true yes yeah. that's true because they, they, they were incorrectly by the start line now it, it also point. is going to depend well, they should be able to get one lap in I reckon it, it'll also depend when those penalties are called 59 there's a whole I, bunch of people coming in now yeah 59 stayed out mm. 877 is in 40 is in there were a couple ahead of that which well, quite so. now, 93 the, was in this this might be a smart move actually 11 39 09 8 how many colour penalty there were five or six here weren't there at least at least half a how many I think there were eight or nine oh, really? total okay I, I wonder if the Mustang the 59 has pulled a bit of a clever one here go around now this is a flying lap nail the flying lap come back around and come straight into the pits to do your, your drive through and he might just be able to do that before the chequered flag two minutes and 20 seconds do you get the question is then do you get three laps to answer the penalty which is what you normally do I think so. One, yeah. Three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, eight cars, I think. Wow. Uh, it's like a bingo card at the bottom yeah, of our really time screen at the moment. 93, 59, uh, 887, 40, 11, 9, 38, and 8. Improperly going to the pit jackpot. I've got a line in two corners on the meat draw. So that was called at 3242. 42. Uh, this, of course, has put a little bit of a stall on things. So, Luca Mars for Core Motorsport, yeah. currently on pole position by staying out. He has to come in, or I think he'll lose that. A 126.4. But I, is that going to be. Well, that time's gone. So, that time has been taken away. So, now, Shea Adam, you can explain that and why my hypothesis was totally wrong because I hadn't read 
the next part of the rules. I, I thought this was what it was, and um, Richard, who's the guy who normally mans the penalty box, he just reconfirmed we both think it's that your lap time doesn't actually count until you serve that drive through penalty. So you're not getting any benefit by getting the clear track of staying out up front. Yeah, that oh. makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Also, um, the cars that caused the penalty, which was the Camaro number 71, uh, the 21 was involved there uh, as well, apparently, as well as the, the 47 Nola Sport car. So I'm not sure what part the 2-1 played in that for Anton Diaz Pereira, but they all lose their two fastest laps. That's going to be of no consequence to them. But well, it is, because... Uh They'll, they'll should have settled that by the end of the session and they're going to lose those. Yeah, well, yeah. well 71 didn't and get back to the pits, in fairness. I'm not no, sure about no, the Nola Sport one. Yeah, that, that, that I don't think he's going back yeah. out again. No, good point for that. But the the 21 car certainly, I think, is is out there now. Yeah. The um, Which other car are we talking about? Check the yeah, flag, is about then. to come out. Yeah, for Luca Mars, he's qualified in, in the top five uh, in, in all of his races so far uh, this this year he's, he was too old, too young to take part in the first race of the season Dylan McAvern to the top there you go wow uh, and Luca Mars has just compounded the error by going out of a red light on the end of the pit lane uh, too late in case the checkered flags out checkered now so flags he out. wouldn't have gone around again nope. to start another lap so McAvern to the top team. 126.348 Jeremy Tom Diet in second for for Porsche and Carbon with a 26.5 26.8 for Hugh Plum, good run for you. Alan Brynjolfsson, fourth position. He'll be delighted with that, the 27-1. Yeah, and he hasn't taken a checkered flag No, yet. he's got another lap, and he's already going quicker. Now, here's a real opportunity here for Brynjolfsson to put that bright yellow Aston Martin somewhere near the sharp end of the field. He's already on the outside of row two. Yeah, that, that Jeff is Morsing's on another quick lap as well. In the number 56, the orange Mercedes, the Marillo Racing car. He's got another lap. I think Brynn Olsen isn't quite going to match Tom Dyer unless he can put together a very special final sector here, but he's, he's certainly close. He's within a tenth of a second or yeah, so. Yeah, he certainly is. Uh, doesn't need much to move on to the front row. He needs about half a second. No, not even that. Four he's, tenths he's, of a second. Here he comes. Track. Crosses the line now. And oh, goes up into third. Yeah. So he's a couple of tenths away. So he swaps from the outside to the inside of row two McAvan into the pits will be our Paul Sitter with that 126-3 and only now this will matter not for nothing because we'll split the field but this will tell you how that threw a spanner in the works only seven GS cars are faster than Matt Pombo in qualifying yeah but, but we will start all the GS cars ahead of the TCR cars in the Fox Factory 120 tomorrow. 126.348. I don't suppose there's anywhere near it. Qualifying lap record, Jeremy, is it? Yeah, 25.7. Yeah, was the, uh, was it's about half record. a second away. A little bit more than that. So it's going to be Turner Motorsport BMW from Carbon Porsche. Row 2, Volt Racing, Aston Martin on the inside. Team TGM, the 46 car for Porsche on the outside. Then a row full of AMG GT4s, FCP Euro and Marillos number 56. Mm. Then it will be the inside of row 4, Alfredo Nagy for Toyota and Riley. He's the next GS car. Stephen Cameron Racing, 
Sean Quinlan, that will be best. the 43. He's on the outside of row four. Row five will be accelerating performance Aston Martin and Sheena Monk on the outside for Ford Mustang and JG Wentworth Racing. Then it'll be hard point on the inside of row six from Vin Barletter on the outside. Andrew Davis for McCann Racing is on the inside of row six from the similar Porsche from BGB Motorsports and Tom Collingwood. And it's Kelly Moss in the sixth for the 66 and the PF Racing Ford Mustang are on row eight. I'll go far back that far, but they will all move ahead. It's only the top seven who put in faster times than the than the uh, LA Honda World Civic, but they will all be moved ahead uh, once we get to the race tomorrow for the Fox Factory. 120. Dylan McAvern, Turner Motorsports. Do we get tackles for getting pole position, Shay? <laughs> I need to ask him, uh, Dylan McAvern, pole position should earn you some tacos, shouldn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I'll tell you what, the Turner Motorsports team's been hungry for it. We've had kind of an up and down year so far. Uh, we've had some great success, and then we've also had some um, really unfortunate performances. Um, so it feels good to hopefully put a good cap on this year. Everybody's worked so hard. I mean, uh, our misfortune is certainly not a reflection of how hard the Turner Motorsports guys have worked. They always put a good BMW over there, Bill and I. Um, and it's really cool to be able to just give them a little bit of something here. And hopefully we can carry that into the race and uh, cap it off. It's the swan song for the uh, M4. Um, so we're looking forward to uh, having a great race and we're starting from an awesome position. This has been a good track for you in the past as well with the Petit Le Mans win, with the championship win. Good luck tomorrow rounding out the season on the right note. Yeah, absolutely. Road Atlanta has always been one of my favorites, so uh, we're looking forward to seeing what happens. Thank you, Shep. Shep Adam with Dylan McAvern, uh, who will start on pole position for the Fox Factory 120 tomorrow. Uh, we'll take a short break here from the track. Thanks to Shea and to Jeremy, also to Andrew and to Nick. Plenty more still to come on RS2 and 91, uh, excuse me, 98.1 FM, Road Atlanta Radio. Uh, we will uh, give you some information about what's going on if you're here uh, at the track. Don't go too far away from your computer or your radio, though, because we have night practice coming up next as the next live coverage here on IMSA Radio. This programme is a Radio Show Limited production. For more, check imsaradio.com and subscribe to IMSA Radio wherever you get your podcasts.